Good day, everybody, and welcome to Crackin' Furfies, the show where we crack furfies over some cold ones. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and joining me along the bar is my good mate, Ash Wallace. Ash, how you going? I am excellent. Thank you very much, Drew. Great to be here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun doing this show. This is the very first pilot of Crackin' Furfies, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun, Ash. It's going to be a good excuse for us to catch up every week and have some fun, hopefully entertain some uh, people along the way. Who knows? Who knows what this will turn into? <laughs> I wasn't laughing at the prospect of us actually entertaining people, by the way. <laughs> I was just laughing because your music was just like you were talking, but the music was making it cut out. I could see your mouth moving. Mm. I had no idea what you were saying. <laughs> well, sorry, right. I won't be playing music the whole time, so it won't be uh, cutting me out. But regardless, so... Like a- Oh. That could be the podcast, though. We just play music and don't do anything else. Hey, we'll be like a, a DJ or a jo- <laughs> jockey or whatever in the Except radio station. We can only play no uncopywritten music. <laughs> yeah. I could imagine it's just like, all right, guys, we're um going to be fading into the Cracking Furfies theme. And here we go. Here it is right here. Cracking Furfies coming right up. I just do that the whole time. Everyone's like, oh, I've heard this fucking song a few too many times, guys. It's just, we are the new Star Wars Cantina band. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that music, you know. If if the Star Wars Cantina band was a terrible DJ. (laughs) Well, to be fair, you never get sick of that music. That that is like the pinnacle of just timeless stuff that gets stuck in your head. Somehow I imagine that theme would get old very quickly, though. (laughs) Don't, 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 don't. Uh, yes, it's not uh, quite as timeless as, I don't know, the Star Wars theme or anything from Star Wars. Let's, let's put it that way. That's why I get access to it for free. <laughs> All right, Ash, I'm going to... Let's, let's crack a beer. Cheers, my friend. Mm, delicious. <laughs> I think uh, most episodes, whatever, I'm going to... What uh, I really want to do with this show is I want to try new drinks every episode. You know, go through the drive-thru and be like, all right, I want to try that. And I'll just grab one and try it. You're more than welcome to just have a bottle of water, whatever you like, Ash. You can do the same thing. Um, Try different drinks or maybe even just stick with uh, a Coca-Cola or something like that. But um, this episode, I'm not having anything because I've just pulled up an all-nighter. I don't feel like like drinking. It's um, E3 at the time of recording this, one of the um, biggest gaming events and you know, living in Australia, we don't have uh, don't have the best time options as far as um, when they hold this for the American audience. So I had an all night the other night, and I woke up this morning feel, feeling bloody awful. I'll tell you that. Oh, <laughs> I, I bet. I actually did say to you before we started that if you wanted to reschedule the first one for next week, then that would be okay. But no, you absolute champion said that you were definitely oh, yeah. up for it. So here we are. <laughs> Always up for a chat, Ash. Always up for a chat. <laughs> Like I can't remember, now, I can't remember the last time I've like stayed up all night. Though it would have been like when I was a kid, for like uh, like someone coming over, having a sleepover. Um, I remember uh, a really good sort of um, all nighter playing Legend of Zelda with Bryce. <laughs> like when I was funny, in you should school. say that. I was literally about to say, for some reason, whenever somebody mentions an all-nighter, I just remember this one time. This is such a weird thing to do now that I think about it in hindsight. At the time, I was just playing playing Zelda, but I did the exact same thing. I was playing Majora's Mask, and I stayed up all night 
And I was just like, I don't know. I reckon I would have been 12 or 13, maybe. I was, no, would have been older than that, actually. Maybe like 14. Because mm. I was playing it on the Wii, on the virtual console. And I was just drinking, like, pounding green tea on that. <laughs> <laughs> 14, playing Majora's Mask on the Wii. And my mum got up and she's like, have you slept? I'm just sitting there drinking green tea, playing the Wii. I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Well, that's a very strange thing to do now that I think about it. But yeah, I was a strange kid, I guess. Was it just by yourself? Yeah, by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it even weirder. You must like really like Ocarina. Not Ocarina. You must really lo- love Majora's Mask then if you just like sort of lost track of time or you <laughs> just. You just if I was just like, no, I hate it. No, the only time I was <laughs> keeping track of was in the game. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> With how that game works, just being on that time loop all the time. Yeah. Yeah, so I got to the end of the night and unfortunately I couldn't just restart the three days earlier. <laughs> yeah. I uh, yeah, I think it's just uh, when I was like a, a kid. I think uh, as you get older, you're sort of like, oh, no, I need my sleep. That's all, that's all you look forward to in life is just going back to bed. <laughs> yeah, legit. I My bedtime has just very slowly gotten earlier and earlier over like the last year. Mm. Now I'm going to bed at like 7, 7.30 every night. I'm such an old man. Yeah, nah, so we're keeping you up for this podcast. You'll be like, it's bedtime. <laughs> you'll be like, it I'll be talking and you, you'll get up and you'll just like fluff your pillow, just like <laughs> just ready to hit it. Behind me. <laughs> I'll just like, my microphone cable is really long, so I'll just go and lay in bed. <laughs> from there. Well, if we ever go over time one night, you're more than welcome to do that, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Although it would be really funny. Just another quick thing as well, just looking at this has reminded me on, because mm. being in Melbourne, we've had to do a lot of like lockdown stuff and everything like that yeah. over the last year or so. And one of the things I was doing was I was hosting trivia every week, like pub trivia, but on Zoom. And... <laughs> what I did, because like every time you're on there, it's just your background, whatever. I got really sick of <laughs> cleaning my room because it was Zoom. So I took a picture of it when it was clean and Excellent. I set it as a virtual <laughs> background. <laughs> it actually worked really well. Yeah. Too. That's a that's an awesome idea. I could just imagine um, <laughs> like sometimes where I like flickers and glitches out. It's just like for like half a second you can see all the mess and it just goes back to like gone <laughs> oh, pristine because well, my like where my pc is set up this is like my daughter outside of my room right here and mm. every time i would like get up to go out to get a drink or something like that because the zoom of like ui is really good at picking up like what's in the foreground and what's in the background for some reason so mm. i would like open the door and walk behind it and as soon as i walk behind the door i just vanish <laughs> and it's still like on the virtual background the door's still closed so like i would be here and then i would get to like here and i would be like half gone and then i'm just gone <laughs> worked really well for some reason so uh, they picked up that I was on that I was doing it really quickly, but I just left it. Mm. <laughs> Not cleaning my room. Yeah, I've only used Zoom a couple of times. I'm um, I found like Discord just sort of works better for like the podcasting side of things. But um, I guess you've learned Zoom really well, just you know, before the lockdowns and everything that's been going on. I think like most of the world's just like, oh, Zoom's a thing. I didn't know about Zoom. Until 2020, either <laughs> like it's, it's the thing that yeah, I, I'm sure the CEO of um, Zoom was very, very happy with 
uh, how things have gone as far as uh, using their product, but. Yeah, I'm sure Microsoft rue the business venture of buying Skype as well. Mm. But no, I, I'd never heard of Zoom until COVID either. I don't know if it, how popular it was before COVID, but it's definitely very popular now. Um, yeah, it's it's really good for like screen sharing stuff. So it works really well for doing trivia and things like that because we would do trivia and then we would play Jackbox games after it pretty mm. much every oh, time. Yeah. Yep. We'd all just be in our respective homes, having a couple of beers or whatever, playing trivia and then Jackbox. It was always a good time. Does sound good. Does sound good. So, uh, Ash, I think we um, better introduce ourselves as being the first episode, let people know a little bit about ourselves, like who the hell are these two boys and uh, <laughs> why should we pay attention? Because, God forbid, someone might not, not know us, you know. Like the one person out there who's like following you to work, really like – going through your Facebook account and really getting into your personal life. Apart from that, no one knows exactly who you are apart from your personal stalker. Um, and, you know, same, same with me. I um I run a podcast called The House of Mario. You might possibly know me from there, but I know also someone might be coming to this who's never heard of it and isn't into video games at all or whatever, even though I dare say we're going to be touching on video games a little bit here and there just because, you know, I'm a little bit obsessed with them, you know. That's how it is. I know Ash is a bit too. Me too. <laughs> Sorry, I promise no ASMR. <laughs> no ASMR. I've already <laughs> given Ash that treatment um, when we were setting up. Traumatised immediately. <laughs> I, I took off the pop filter off the microphone. I um, put the microphone in my mouth and uh, Ash could hear my gullet just rumbling and churning. Uh, oh, the sounds of that saliva, I will never forget. Hmm. Oh dear! Everyone's just like, "What does saliva sound like?" Well, <laughs> would you like a demonstration? Yeah, Drew's like, really good at it. I'll record a segment for like the end of the show, just so people can listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> just, we, <laughs> we just change the intro music to you like mouth sounds. <laughs> oh no, I hate ASMR, man. Like, oh me too. It's so awful. Like. It, the best thing about it is maybe like, you know, you go on YouTube and you get like the attractive woman or whatever <laughs> and like the they've got like the microphone shaped like a head with like two ears as the microphones. The That's even creepier. It's very <laughs> creepy. Yeah. They run their finger like along the ear and you yeah. can just hear it like, oh, no. <laughs> I, I do like playing it to my wife though, Chantel. Because it makes it very uncomfortable. I find that funny. <laughs> it, well, you you very quickly found out how uncomfortable it made me. Yeah, but and that's only me actually, too. I'm I'm not I'm not a professional ASMR. Wait till I get good at it. I'll I'll make you cringe <laughs> so hard you'll weep from your eyes. <laughs> so, I mean, whoa, it'd be weird if I was weeping from somewhere else. <laughs> um, See, no, ears, I, you hate it so much. <laughs> I'm just bleeding from my ears. <laughs> um, I actually. That's a pretty broad generalization. I don't hate ASMR. I hate what is now pop culture ASMR. Mm. There are some like ASMR sounds that actually are quite relaxing, but it is not people rubbing their hands over ear-shaped microphones. No. Well, not for me anyway. If you find that relaxing, then that's fine. I just It just really creeps me out. I remember when I first heard about it, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> it's just yeah, people rubbing ears and getting amongst it. It is cool though, like... <laughs> There are some sounds what like, that aren't mouth sounds and aren't like with like fake ears and stuff where you just hear it you're like oh that sound actually pretty nice, or it's just like, like some like 
um, someone with like a nice gentle voice just whispering. So this is actually kind of soothing. Yeah, so, I it, say that there's some things like that I can get around. Like when you get just like this is a very common one, just like the sound of rain and stuff like that, rain oh, on yeah. the roof. Yeah, it's very very calming. And this is a very I don't know how obscure this reference is. I never thought it was that obscure, but I've said it to a lot of people, and they have had no idea who I'm talking about. But I, I don't know if it even counts as ASMR, but it does to me. Have you ever heard of Bob Ross? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so The Joy of Painting. I put that on quite like <laughs> quite regularly and just have it playing because I find it so calming. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Is, is that like visual ASMR? Because I've never tuned into it. I've obviously heard about the memes, but I've never tuned into it. It's just like watching someone it's, painting and it's sort of stimulating well, in that it way. It was a TV show in like the 70s and 80s where he would instruct you, he would do a painting and you would, well, if you wanted to, you could paint along with him. And he was just like, he had the most calm demeanor, very like smooth voice. And he was just like very softly spoken and very polite. And that like accompanied with the sounds of him actually painting was just yeah, it was basically ASMR, but it wasn't because it was an instructional TV show. And it's just like they stream it on Twitch quite regularly and you can find it mostly on YouTube and everything now anyway because it's like I don't think they really care about copyright or anything on it because it's so old and it's instructional. Yeah. But, yeah, it's so calming. It's like if I'm like having a well actually i don't put it on as often as i make it sound i do but <laughs> just, <there> it, <laughs> just in the in your pocket while you're working and stuff <laughs> you get home you just, just like slap out a painting really nicely <laughs> it's what i listen to at work <laughs> no it's it's not really uh, no yeah it's just yeah it was basically asmr in like the 80s before asmr was a pop culture thing yeah, and it's just very calming and very very soothing, and I enjoy it. Also, his paintings are just incredible. He's an incredible art. Well, he was. He's unfortunately passed away. He was an incredible artist. Yeah, I need to check him out just so I like I know what's um what it is because I hear people talk about it all the time, and I'm like, yeah, haven't uh gone off to go and check it out. Too busy. If you watch like watching dog dog and cat videos or something, if you just watch like one episode, then you'll understand every single meme because like pretty most of the episodes are very similar they're just different paintings yeah um every now and then he would bring in because him and his wife used to care for like injured animals and stuff like that he would bring in some of the animals they were always great oh pardon me but yeah if you just watch one episode you'll understand it all yeah no i have to go and check it out i have to go and get cultured god god forbid here I am. Only like twenty minutes as well. Very consumable. Mm, yeah, I'll get sucked in. I'll, <laughs> I'll just be watching. What have you been <laughs> up to, Drew? Hours. Just Bob Ross. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. So I guess introducing ourselves, uh, Ash and I. We've been friends um, from high school, and uh, you know, been, we've been uh, keeping in touch and that since when we can and all that. And I don't know. I'm really bad at introducing myself. Um, I dare, I dare say you are too, Ash. Just like, all right, it's me. My name's Ash. No, you might be better than me. Um, um, introduce yourself, Ash. What are you all about? <laughs> uh, I really like Bob Ross. No, um, <laughs> yeah, I'd say we're, we're pretty similar people. We're, I guess we're pretty simple. 
Oh yeah, oh, like, I'm simple. I don't know. Yeah. About you. <laughs> but like video games, we. Yeah, I don't know that there's really that much to tell. So we're both from the same area in South Australia originally. I'm not there anymore. I live in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, I lived in Perth before I lived in Melbourne, in Perth in WA. So I've sort of been all over the place. And yeah, we've managed to keep in touch over that whole time. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Not too many friends that I've stayed in touch with back there. So Ooh, I feel, we have a very good friendship. I feel a little bit special then. Oh, look at that. <laughs> So yeah, you're you're one of um, a thousand people I talk to every day. Ash says <laughs> <laughs> it's that Pokemon Go group chat, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, pinging all the time that Pokemon Go group chat, and they think that game's dead. No, it's not. It's still going nice and strong. <laughs> Everyone's catching that event, Marip. Everyone loves Marip. Southeast of South Australia, it is going off. Oh, she got, she going <laughs> off. Yeah, yeah. So with this podcast, but Crack and Furfies, it sort of started with an in joke with me and Bryce on our Nintendo podcast, The House of Mario, and we wanted to spin it off into something else, just so we have like a, a nice casual casual way of catching up with one another and friends. But um, Bryce, he only sort of had the uh, the bandwidth to do The House of Mario, which which is fine. So I um I asked uh, my friend uh, Daniel. And um, he will be popping in from time to time um, when he can, but he sort of had the same problem. He's got, you know, got a new girlfriend, you know, she takes up a lot of time and, you know, that's fair enough. Relationships are important, I guess. I guess. <laughs> Literally only very recently got married, did Drew. Yeah, no. Relationships are kind of important, I suppose. Yep, I've locked, I've locked it down now so I can do the podcast. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. I'm home free. Yeah, so, all right, I'm doing, a, I'm doing the podcast now. No, that's not happening. I love her very much. Um, and apparently he's a president. Oh, sorry. Uh, what was he? Co-president, whatever, of his uh, of his um, basketball stadium or whatever. So, oh, that sounds pretty cool. So he's um, a bit backed up for time too. So, oh, bloody hell. <laughs> I can't, can't find anyone to do this show with. And Asher, he, he came uh, back back down my way and he uh, came on for an episode of The House of Mario and he said, oh, this was a lot of fun. I'm like, oh. Finds podcasting fun, does it? Well, I'm like doing a podcast with Ash would be actually really, really awesome. So I asked him, and it was a uh, happy to jump on with me, and hopefully we'll um we'll keep this going and have fun with it. Like I said, this was just a pilot, so we'll sort of find our way with it, know what's working, what know what's not working, and yeah, we'll put out a few episodes. So if you're listening to this around the launch, thank you very much for tuning in. Let us know what you think. Uh, what we can add, what we can improve, what we can take away. Just don't say take away Ash because I've got no one else to. <laughs> if you say take away me, that's fair enough, but just <laughs> just have Ash. I couldn't do this without you. You could. You could turn on the webcam, turn on your microphone and go, all right, welcome to Crack and Furfies, everyone. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I would, no, then I would be the DJ just playing the music on a loop for 45 minutes. Just record, it, record your phone with Spotify, you'll be right. <laughs> Perfect. Well, can I sing songs? They can't do me for copyright in that regard, can they? Um, the, if you sing it really well, they can. <laughs> so I'm just going <laughs> to sing it really badly. All right, I've got my first solo episode ready. Yeah, just like imagine if you have like a really good singer on like a YouTube channel or a podcast or whatever, and they just like just cut out some uh, Katy Perry, like, uh, it's hot and it's cold. It's like, oh no, oh, the whole video is going to be taken down, Shirley. Shirley, you've ruined it. God damn it, Shirley. Shirley, Shirley just. Co- 
This is the... I don't know why, but the funniest part of that for me was Shirley. <laughs> Shirley, this is the third episode, so that's going to be taken. You're going to take down the whole YouTube channel. <laughs> I told you, maybe do a at least do a cover. Maybe put like an a country flair on it or something. God, no. Shirley has been demonetized immediately. <laughs> the hit squad is out on Shirley. Oh, Shirley. Yeah. So, oh. um. If, you, if we God. ever get a request from someone called Shirley to be on this podcast, we'll say that's fine. But just let you, you know, <laughs> we're going to be hanging up straight away as soon as you start, you know. Busting out hot and cold. Yeah. It's, we just heal up. <laughs> oh, no, she's getting into it. Quick, turn her off, Ash. Turn her off. I can't have my YouTube channel with 65 subscribers getting taken down. That would take years. <laughs> that would take years to get back. <laughs> took me years just to get to this point. <laughs> My mum had to make so many accounts. <laughs> <laughs> My mum can't use YouTube, so I had to make twelve accounts for her. <laughs> Alright, mum, this is your uh this is your casual account where you look at, you know, cooking tutorials and this is your other account for maybe looking at a bit more crude content um <laughs> that you don't want dad to be seen. Alright. The Croods. I love the Crude content. <laughs> no, isn't that a movie? The Croods. The Croods. It could be, isn't it? Like the Caveman or something. Yeah, I was just. I it seems like it. something a mum would watch with kids. The Croods. Get the two confused. <laughs> this, is, this is for your Crude content. So maybe I've she got. Seen the Croods. <laughs> maybe she got it mixed up, and she's just watching the Croods on that YouTube account. <laughs> That would be the worst, like, home screen is just all different Croods clips. Mm. That's actually a great idea for some content, Ash. Let's <laughs> cut, cut up the Croods. <laughs> uh, so before the show, Ash, you said that you had a had a story to let us know. <laughs> let us know the story, Ash. So Okay, so I, like- I said story. That's an embellishment. It's just a very short <laughs> anecdote about something that happened to me All right. just before we came on. I was actually in a different Discord chat with a couple of other friends, just played a quick game of, of Heroes of the Storm before Ooh. we jumped in. Very nerdy. Um, and because I've got the desktop mic set up, because it's normally my headset mic that I'm using to talk to people, so I'm walking around. I can still talk to them. But yep. this time... It wasn't that. It was my desktop mic. So I walked away, and because they couldn't hear it, I took the headset off to throw it on the bed to then put a beanie on is actually what I was doing because my hair is very annoying and gets everywhere. By the way, this is a type of COVID cut. I haven't had it cut since before COVID began. It's been like a year and a half since last time I had it cut. Last time I had it cut, it was very similar to yours. So that's how much it has grown. Anyway, (laughs) I, I went to throw the headset on the bed and this headset has got uh, removable covers on it under which one of them the battery is Mm -hmm. and so it's got two batteries and you charge one while you're not using the other while you are using the other and just before I did all of this I was at my computer and I swapped the batteries over and I walked over to the bed and I went to rip off the headset a large amount of my hair was under this magnet cover and I've ripped it off and gone to throw it away and <laughs> dangling off of my hair. And I was like, ah, like partially screaming. My friends, because funnily enough, we actually had the webcams going. My friends could see me with the headset hanging off and me just like screaming in my bedroom. 
so yeah, that's what I wanted to share with you. Just a funny story about me getting my desktop mic set up and using my headset. See, like you really need to uh, put it tied up or something. That's just that's just dangerous. It's just <laughs> just basic safety there, Ash. Just letting your hair dangle about and get stuck in your headphones. Well, I was putting the beanie on to mm. stop that exact thing from happening, but it was too late. Oh, bloody hell! Uh, bloody hell! Can't help him. Can't no. help himself. No, you can't. I um, I don't have too many. Like, I always keep my hair short because I it, just when it gets long, my hair just gets like an afro. It just gets real thick, and it's, <laughs> it's a pain in the ass to wash. It's a pain in the ass to do anything with. Really, I can't do anything with it. So, I, I just uh, keep it nice and short. So I don't get my hair stuck in things. I um, I keep it on my head, not in my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> I did have someone at work a while back, just at one of the depots I was working at. Um, she, I was in the office there doing some office stuff. And she said to me that, because my hair goes off, like when it gets longer, it's straight. But when the, the ends curl, so it kind of looks like I've done the thing with those, like <laughs> the older ladies have when they curl <laughs> at the ends. Yeah. And I was in the, um, the office and this girl said to me, it's like, Oh, it looks like your hair's looking like really good. And I was like, Oh, thanks. It's like, not in a way that I think you should have it uh, in a way that I would have it. Well, it looks like you've had a flow weave. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. Oh, <laughs> uh, so but it's like, thank you. It's like, Oh, thank you very much for that compliment. Oh, well, so it's like, no, well, it doesn't look good on you, but it looked good on me. <laughs> now, it's, this is like, to preface it, I'm pretty good friends with this girl. We right. have a bit of banter going on, and she was just having to dig at me for looking dumb with long hair. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, you show up all those women, you know, they'll, they'll spend <laughs> like 500 bucks for like, you know, a dye and a, a straighten or, you know, whatever. I don't know what happens in a, in a hairdresser. <laughs> I don't think they go to the hairdresser to pay them to straighten their hair. You sure? You know, sometimes I, I, they, I think reckon you could do that yourself at home, can't you? Oh, actually, I don't know. I could be the stupid one in this situation. I know. No, I, I, I think like it's easy to straighten your hair, but I think like I think Chantelle gets hers straightened before it gets cut, so then it's easier to cut. Oh, I guess that makes sense. But then again, couldn't you also just do that before you go to save them time and I guess you a bit of money? Yeah, I, I guess sure, sure could. I dare say. <laughs> Uh, there's, there's probably a reason for it. We're dumb guys. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. I um, I remember like in high school, people there was like some dudes who were just like, obsessed with their hair. I dare say you'll be able to maybe like recall some from your school oh, as well. Some I can recall. I can remember some from our school when we went to the same school. And when I say mm. some, I, there were a few. Yeah, but no, there were there were quite a few at the subsequent schools I went to after the one that we went to, and which, yeah, yeah, which is of, which is fine, which is good. But like these guys were like obsessive, like they wouldn't if it was raining, they'd like hold their hand over their head and go undercover. It's oh my god, <laughs> one that I can think of in particular who used to like every five or ten minutes he'd take out his phone, but like not unlock it and use the screen as a mirror and make sure his hair was like still in the style that he wanted. <laughs> this mm. guy didn't get good grades. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, it, it's a good thing to like look after yourself, like do your hair, put, do, like do whatever, make sure you feel good, look good, whatever. But when it gets that obsessive, when you just care about your hair and what pants you're wearing and stuff, it gets a, 
little bit, a little bit too much, and yeah. And it made me sort of think, like, oh, should I do more of my hair? And like for a bit there, like you know, before school, like you know, put some uh, like gel or wax or whatever mm-hmm. in it, hold it in its place. And like with my hair as well, I always, I always used to have like a, a long, long fringe because I used to have like quite long hair. And I kept my fringe longer because I, I felt weird without my fringe being longer because like I felt like you know in high school like a little bit insecure and stuff. So I always kept my fringe long. But what it did, it was maybe similar to what your hair was doing. Like my fringe would like curl up. <laughs> so I I said to my hairdresser, I'm like, I'm like, what can I do about it? She's like, oh, you can straighten it. I'm like, oh, okay. So like, like what I'll do in the morning is just like just straighten my fringe, just like <laughs> just to get just to get rid of that curl. And I'm like, you know, it it did the job, but it's just it was so much easier. I'm just like, I'll get rid of the fringe. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what? I'm done with this. Yeah, because like yeah, I. Grew up a little bit and didn't really feel like insecure or whatever about how I looked or whatever. So I was like, I'll get rid of it. It was sort of just like a comfort thing, if you know what I mean, just to uh, yeah. sort of like cover up a bit more. It's maybe like wearing like a baggy jumper instead of like a a tight t shirt or something. You know, what I mean? sort of something, some analogy like that. But yeah, so you know, I I did it a little bit, just like the the whole hair thing in high school. I wasn't like obsessed with it. I just thought, you know, I want it not like flapping up like a, a cap. <laughs> As my fringe, <laughs> I've been like this big bit up, but um, yeah. Now now it's just like going to the hairdresser. It's like number two, please, around the edges, thin it out on top, and uh, book in for another six weeks. Do the same thing. I just want to go in. I just want to go in the shower and just have a really quick shower because it dries yeah, easy, one, all that type of thing. But eventually, you'll be able to go in and just be like oh, the usual, Jerry, <laughs> and you'll be like, I've got your favorite seats ready for you. Yeah, well, you would think so. Every time we go in there, she's like, oh, what number cut was it again? I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, I know you've had probably a thousand people since I've last been in here, but you should remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm not quite not quite that upset about it. I do I do appreciate it though because like down here, the, hair, the hairdressing prices aren't too bad, $24. When, yeah, I, hear, I've, like, when I hear about people in the city, like $50 or whatever, I'm like, Jesus, $50 for a haircut. Then I'll be like you, Ash. No wonder your hair's so long in Melbourne. <laughs> If they're charging that type of money. Yeah, I don't know why it's so much more expensive in the city. It's even, like, worse for girls, obviously. Mm. I remember when I was still living in Perth with my ex-girlfriend, who was my girlfriend at the time, we both went and got a haircut on the same day. And I think that they both took, like, the same amount of time. Like, she was only going in for, like, a quick trim or something. I got, I got like, a... A quick trim for a girl is like a proper haircut for a guy. So I got like a proper haircut. She got a quick trim and it took about the same amount of time. Mine was like $40 maybe. And I reckon hers was like 130 Yeah. I was just like, what? What did they do? Mm. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird because- makes it so expensive? I always assumed uh, a girl's haircut would be more- but I asked my hairdresser and I said, like, what's what's easier f- for you? Is it uh, men's haircuts or women's haircuts? And she reckons women's haircuts are easier than a men's. Because I guess, like, with a, a man, there's, like, a bit more sort of you've got less to work with and you've got to sculpt it a bit more. With, like, a, I guess a, a woman, if she's got long hair, you're able to thin it out, make it the length you want it, and it's kind of what it is. Apart and from- even if you're, like kind of mess up on a girl's hair because it's so long you can just like take a tiny bit more off to suit whereas on a guy's hair if it's already going to be that short 
if you mess it up, you've got to fix it somehow. You're like, I'll fix it in two months when it's grown. <laughs> then it'll be good. <laughs> in the meantime, wear a hat. Yeah, wear a hat. I don't have any hats. I've got to go and buy a $30 hey, hat now. That's bullshit. I'll make you a wig out of clippings off the floor. That would be disgusting. <laughs> just put it back. <laughs> just it's just like other people's hair is like miscolored at the back. Got like this old man's hair. It's like, oh no, there's a few greys in there. <laughs> I've also got friends as well that used to do all that sort of stuff, like put all the products in their hair and everything like that. A lot of them are losing their hair now because Ooh. it's just... In the long mm. term, I think it's really bad for your hair and mm. your head, like your scalp in general. And yeah. I'm like, well, I just wore a beanie the whole time. <laughs> mm. I, I, did, I do find if I put like gel or something in, like the next day, I just get like bad dandruff as well. Oh, there you go. So I, well, I'd say I don't get dandruff. I don't actually know. I don't think I get dandruff. But I also, I don't ever use gel. I never really did. I I went through a very short period of doing the hair stuff. Yeah. But it didn't last very long. And I just think that it's more work than it's worth. Having gel in your hair it was really bothered me. It felt real stiff and mm. just, I don't know, unnatural. I didn't like it. So I stopped doing it pretty quickly. And yeah. then, yeah, never really did it again. Yeah. When do you reckon you're going to get your next haircut? Are you going to get it short or are you going to keep it long? Do you like it long apart from getting it caught in your headphones? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just I use it as a new uh, type of headphone rack. So I don't need the one that's on the back of my monitor anymore. No, um, I don't know when I'll get my next haircut. I'm sort of, it got to a point where like it's just gotten so long that I kind of want to see how long I can get it. But at the same time, it is really annoying and I really want to cut it. It's that shoulder length now. So, yeah, a haircut could definitely be on the horizon. I think this is probably the longest I've ever had it. I've had long hair a couple of times, but I don't know that I've had it this long. It is a bit of a mop as well. I don't really take care of it. It just does what it wants. Yeah, You might want it for the winter time, though. You'll have to... Uh... Keep it until summertime. Get it trimmed in summertime. Have a number two buzz cut <laughs> in summertime. Uh, it's like still very long in the last summer, but the last summer here, I don't know what it was like back there, was really not that hot. So mm. made it through okay. Is even in summer, I still wear a beanie just to keep the hair out of my eyes while I'm. Oh, <laughs> dude, that's so, just, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. But if there was like only, I think there was only like two days over 40 here this summer. Mm. So that was, it was very okay when there's usually like we'd get four in a row. <laughs> I think that was because of the La Nina we had this year. So it's once every four years. So now I don't get another docile summer for another, what, until the next, wait, was that? Yeah, the next leap year. All right. I didn't realize it was actually like an event that was making it cooler. But like there, because that time of year I'm shearing, so I absolutely hate the hot days. It, that, like the weather kills me. If it's forty or something, I'm probably out of commission for another like a day or two because it just it wrecks me, especially doing that type yeah. of work where I'm just uh, I'm the I'm the same as well. I I don't cope well with hot weather. Mm. That's why when you said you had a beanie on, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> even, even if it's like twenty five degrees, I'm just out to it. <laughs> no, if I had a beanie on, not 
I'm not quite that that bad. <laughs> oh, it's so hot. <laughs> well, it, for me, the wearing the beanie to keep the hair out of my eyes outweighs the con of the extra heat that it adds. Yeah. I just, I should probably tie it back or get it cut or something, but I just, I feel like, I know this is like going to sound like a very narrow-minded thing to say, but I just feel like such a knobhead when I have my hair tied back. But I mean, people can do it. I don't, I don't ever look at other people and think that they look like a knobhead when they have their hair tied back. So I don't know why I think that about me when I do it. I just feel like, I don't know. No, well, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Just as long as you feel all right in your own skin, Ash. It doesn't matter what so other I, people think, unless it's me. So if, I, if I say you look like a dickhead, you better take it to heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So instead, I just add the extra ten degrees with the beanie. <laughs> well, as long as you're getting through it. Um, before we get into like, uh, before we get into crack the furfy Ash, um, it, like I said at the start of the show, it has been E3, and there's been a lot of sort of games shown off and. All that type of thing. Very exciting type of year if you're a big bloody nerd like you and I are. Uh, has there been any sort of standouts, any sort of conferences from Xbox, Nintendo, Square Enix, Ubisoft, anything like that that you've really enjoyed or has it been so, a bit l- lackluster? Generally with E3, I don't. When people say, what do you think was the best conference, I, I don't know. Like a fair few of them are pretty good. I don't really yeah. care about conferences. I just care about the, the single, re- like, announcements mm-hmm. yep so i had a few very good announcements the conferences i think if i had to pick a best conference maybe actually microsoft xbox just because of what they're doing with game pass is just they're killing it yeah definitely it's looking, yep. it is looking like they're going to continue killing it with game pass there was a couple of uh releases though that well one in particular got me really really excited and i actually talked to you were about it on your Nintendo podcast a while back. Do you remember what it was? You might guess it. No, I can't. <laughs> it was a game that was has been dead in the water for a long time, and it's out of nowhere. Oh, oh yes, it's coming back. Mm-hmm. Advance Wars. I love that game, and it's just that shocked me when I saw that when I was listening to it. And I, I couldn't really tell what it was. I heard the the sound of the units jumping on the buildings. I recognized it straight away. I was like, oh my God, it's Advance Wars. And then Nell appeared on the screen. I was so excited. But um, apart from that, the Breath of the Wild 2 uh, trailer looks really cool. And then there was a couple of the uh, other games on like Xbox and stuff. I thought really good looked really good. I'm really keen for Back for Blood, but that's been announced for a while now. Mm. And then there was the other one. It was the oh, I can't remember what it's called. Oh, Redfall, Redfell. Oh, Redfall by Bethesda. Yeah, the mm. vampire one. It kind of looks like a weird mashup of Left for Dead and like Overwatch or Valorant or something. I think that actually looks really cool, but it's hard to tell because it was just a cinematic trailer. Um, there was another one as well. The one that was like Skyrim, but in space, cause I'm just a massive sci-fi nerd. So I think that looks really cool. But again, cinematic trailer, hard to tell. What about yourself? What's got you excited? Um, I really, I really did enjoy Xboxes just because like the show off uh, like 30 so games and 27 of them are coming to game pass. So if you're paying for the subscription, you just get to play them because get them. That's that the is best. like 
over five hundred dollars, easily over five hundred dollars worth of games, and like you just for like stuff for like um left for left for blood, like you just say, oh, you want to play this tonight? Yep, okay, download it on your Xbox, really easy. And uh, a lot of Nintendo stuff, big Nintendo fans, so a lot of that stuff being WarioWare. I was really looking forward to um the direct and hoping they have a WarioWare game there. They did. Advance Wars, Metroid. Uh, so that was my highlights um, from that direct. And uh, yeah, actually from Square Enix, Guardians of the Galaxy game. I think that looks really good. So I've pre I've pre ordered that one. I think that looks like a lot of fun. I think I, I don't think it's going to blow anyone's mind. I think it'll be like a, a seven out of ten type of thing once it gets reviews and stuff. But I reckon that's going to be really cool. But apart from that, it's just like there's like a lot of games where I'm just like that looks cool. Add them to my wish list for a sale or put a pre-order on them or whatever, but nothing nothing like mind-blowing. But I think like a lot of people go into it just expecting like this big mind-blowing event. And I think especially this year after, you know, COVID and stuff, um, those ex- expectations are, you know, pretty unreasonable for the most part. Yeah. So it, it sort of compounds as well because we didn't get an E3 last year. So people's yeah. start expectations hype and everything just rises and rises and rises until this event where they expect it to be just like the next level, even for E3 because there wasn't one last year when it's actually the opposite is the reality because it's everything slowed down because of COVID. They haven't been able to do as much work. So there's going to be less, but oh well, people will be people. They'll still complain regardless yeah. of what they're given. <laughs> You know what? I get it as well because, like, as a like Nintendo fan, I've it's been a long time since uh, a big Nintendo game has come out. Really, like, there's been uh, like Animal Crossing at the start of last year, and I think um, Age of Calamity, which is a, a Zelda game spinoff, came out late last year. But that that wasn't exactly what I was after as well. So it's been a long time since it's been like an original games come out, and we didn't really get a big game from Nintendo. So I do get the sort of disappointment. Because, like, initially I'm like, oh, you know, where is it, where is it, where is it? And it's not there. But, you know, there's still plenty of stuff to spend your money on if you're a, if you're a bloody nerd. <laughs> I think that they've, they've obviously got a lot in the works because they're palming off so many of these, like, remasters and stuff to they're outsourcing it to other companies. Mm-hmm. Like, way forward doing Advanced Wars is actually really cool because the animations in it are look really good and way that's what way forward do is their yeah. animation that's what they're known for that was a great move by them i think and it leads them to keep working on what they're doing which is good yeah actually like a, a lot of um the games they sort of announced from them like metroid dread that's being made by mercury steam um yeah, they've made also looks really good i forgot to mention that that game looks amazing <laughs> Yeah, yeah, really look forward to that. So there's those two that are made by other developers. Um, Intelligent Systems, who was a part of Nintendo, are making the WarioWare game. Um, so, yeah, I think they do have... Um, I, personally, this this is what I think. I think um, the Switch Pro rumors are still um, somewhat real. Another Switch console will be coming out later this year. And I think that they are saving a game to be announced with that. Yeah. Um, I agree. Because a lot... I also... Oh, sorry, you keep going. Oh, I was just going to say, I think the games they, they announce, I'm like, why aren't they... Why don't they feel big and special? It's because they had games that are, tic- are typically on Nintendo handhelds, like WarioWare, a 2D Metroid, Advance Wars. They're all like stuff that came out at the end of the DS or 3DS's life, apart from Advance Wars. 
Um, so I think there's like the bigger games that are being held. But I, I wouldn't um I wouldn't keep those expectations because there could very well be nothing for the rest of the year. So don't don't um yeah, N- Nintendo yeah. are pretty good at that as well. Mm, they they play their cards very close to their chest, and it makes it hard to know what they're thinking. And yeah. then it can lead you to just doing this exactly what we are doing, just like speculating and conjecture for forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing ever comes of it, so need to uh, I, just suppress those feelings. Put them, put it right down. I do think that you're right, though. The new switch will be coming because at this point, it seems like it's all but confirmed. And because that they're not denying it, it basically means that it's true. Because if you were a company and you were rumored to have a pro console coming out and you don't deny it, but then you don't release one, you're going to look like an idiot. <laughs> You'd be like, well, you had all your fans hyped up for nothing. So obviously if you weren't bringing one out, you would say, no, we're not bringing one out. <laughs> don't don't get hyped for this because it doesn't exist. Yeah. I think uh, like a lot of people, they've always got to ask the question like, oh, who won, who won? And I'm, I'm one of the mind, especially now where it's just like, who don't, don't compare them to one another, especially when – especially when PlayStation's not there. I mean, it's just Microsoft versus yeah. Nintendo. They're like, oh my God, just they're so different. But I definitely I definitely respect what Microsoft are doing just with all their all their games. Be like, all right, you can they're part of our subscription service. We're not even trying to sell you an Xbox at this point. You can play all these games on PC. Just just give us your money every month. That's as far as far far as we care. Um so yeah. That's a- it's good that they can do that as well because having obviously Microsoft behind them means that they can they've just got so much money to throw around and do this kind of thing. Mm. I couldn't see I can see Sony maybe following suit, but I don't think they ever would have started something like this. No, no way. I don't. I don't think um, Sony even have the money to throw around like Microsoft. Like um, similar with like Netflix and other subscription services, it takes millions of dollars to get these stuff going, and it's not like a quick turnaround where it's like, uh, let's make some money, let's uh, put up a subscription service, and people will come and give it to us. Like even Disney, who own all of their like all of their properties. And putting them up for streaming, they're they're not making money out of Disney Plus, and they own they, their movies. They're actually losing money. They're yeah. hemorrhaging money at the moment, Disney. Yeah, and it's, I think Netflix only came um, sort of profitable recently too. They've been putting yeah, millions of dollars into original content, and it's just stuff. Now they now. are extremely profitable, though. So it obviously yeah. it's a proven formula. It works, but it takes a lot of time and a lot of money to get it going. And Microsoft have a lot of time and a lot of money, so. <laughs> We put two and two together. Yeah, no, I definitely really like what they're doing. They're just killing it at the moment. And they don't they show no signs of slowing down. I can only see more people jumping on board and hopefully it keeps them going. I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will, because everyone loves a good deal. I love a good deal. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it is also great because I've got like the uh, the Xbox app on my phone every now and then. It'll just give me alert, be like, this new game has just dropped on Game Pass. Or it'll be like sometimes it's four games in one day and you have a look and you're just like, oh, I don't really want that. And there'll be two in there that you do want. Cool. I can set them up to be installing off of my phone. So when I get home, they're on my Xbox ready to play. I don't have to pay anything. They're just there and they're ready. But as soon as I walk in the door. Yeah, it's unreal. It's, like just for it, like it, it even, really even the games where uh, you don't, you don't, not that interested in them and like, I'm not going to buy them. But it's like, oh, you can download this. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm interested enough to play it. 
just not buy it. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've had that with a couple of games on there that I've ended up playing, and they've been unreal. And these are games that I never would have played if it weren't for Game Pass. Mm. Like games that I would have looked at and gone, oh, it looks kind of cool, but I don't want to pay $45 for it. Yeah, I've played it for free, and it has been, well, I would have spent $45 on this if I knew it was this good, mm. but I wouldn't have if it weren't for Game Pass. Yeah, so, it's just, it's it really is awesome. Because I have a look around every now and again, and like, there's a game called Monster Sanctuary. I'm like, oh, what's this? And it's like a, it's a cross between what, like a Metroid game, like a 2D adventure game and Pokemon, where you're going around collecting monsters yeah. and that, but you're getting them and using their abilities to... Uh, go back to areas and sort of advance your progress that way. And it's got like a really cool battle system where you get ranked. And uh, yeah, it's just uh, really interesting. I would have never played it if it wasn't for Game Pass. And even um, bigger stuff like uh, was it Outriders that recently came out, a third-person shooter um, where you can squat up and stuff. And I heard people talk about it and it wasn't, even, it wasn't on my radar at all. And even when I heard about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, it sounds all right. But I was in the mood one day for like shooting something. And this is a game people are talking about and you, da- and you download it and... Yeah, it's just, just unreal. So even for games where I'm really excited about, like uh, Forza Horizon 5, where I'm like, yeah, I would buy the special edition. I'd buy the $120 gold edition or whatever it's called. Um, but that you just get given that for your $200 yeah, yearly just subscription. <laughs> yeah, Halo, same thing. Just, yeah, it's unreal. It's unreal that, like, I know it makes so much sense because it's Microsoft, but it is unreal that Halo is going to be a day one release on Game Pass. It's yeah. just... I can't believe I'm going to get that for free as soon as it's out. <laughs> well, not free. Obviously, I'm paying the subscription. But yeah, like it, it like Game Pass definitely more than pays for itself. I'm not being we're not being paid by Microsoft to say that it's definitely worth the money. So yeah, Microsoft, like, please say, and it's good <laughs> on your show if it doesn't exist <laughs> just yet. <laughs> you're on you're on pilot four that we don't even like nobody can even know it exists yet. <laughs> Yeah, actually, if Microsoft did send us that email saying, hey, you know, we'll give you some cash, say uh, Game Pass is good, how the fuck did you know we are going to do this show? <laughs> how, what us. the hell are you doing to my emails? <laughs> they are watching us. That new update for Windows 10 it was just spyware. Yeah, well, that's the thing too. I actually, I barely use my Windows PC, so I'll be like, all right. Ah, so it's even mm. worse for you. If they've yeah. picked up on you when you're on your mm. Apple... Yeah, I'm on. I'm, I'm on a natural sense. apple. <laughs> He's just put, put taken some keys off a keyboard and poked them into an apple. Yeah, it's pretty good streaming quality though for an apple. Yeah, it's amazing what you can do with computers these days. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna keep going and say something about like a. 12 seed processor or something, but no, nah, I think that apple joke was dead before it began. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm more of a. a, a I like the pears better. Oh god! Uh, no, let's, let's, let's stop this. I, I stopped halfway <laughs> through the joke. Even I'll oh, fucking hell. No. All right, Ash. Uh, let's move into uh, a segment we're going to be doing called "Crack the Furphy." Ah, you see, now that's a frothy furth. So, <laughs> thank you very much to Dame Peavy for supplying that. So I had no idea that was coming. That was amazing. <laughs> so each week we're going to be bringing some uh, news stories to you guys, whether they're interesting, informative, whatever, whatever. And we're also going to bring some fake news story headlines. And uh, Ash has to uh, let me know what they are. And I've got to guess what is the furth. 
Well, so what is the furphy? I'm going to give him three headlines. Two of them are true. One of them I have made up. Okay. So I have them saved and I can't find where I have them saved, but I'm pretty sure I have them committed to memory anyway, so I don't <laughs> need my phone. So headline number one is... Oh, by the way, I've made all of these. This is the worst idea for a theme, but I did it anyway. I've made all of them pilot themed since this is a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, headline number one is Massive Huntsman drops onto pilot while landing plane. Mm-hmm. Sounds believable. Yeah. Headline number two is... ISS, International Space Station, pilot picks up what could be, or potentially, I think was in the word used in the headline, uh, alien broadcast signal. And headline number three mm. is pilot falls asleep at wheel due to altitude and wakes up an hour and a half past his destination, still in the air. Oh, that's terrifying. I hope that's the fake one, but I don't think it is. Okay, so this is this is what I'm uh, getting at here, Ash. So I think the last one was uh, real about the about the bloody pilot falling asleep. I think uh, the second one is because you had to uh, think about what word was used. So if you made that one up, you probably would have remembered it. And I think Huntsman, unless it's like an Australian headline, uh, they probably wouldn't have said Huntsman. I don't know if there's Huntsmans elsewhere. So I think it was the Huntsman story is the is the furphy. <laughs> well, Drew, mm. I can reveal to you that there was no alien broadcast picked up on the ISS. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> but a pilot did fall asleep at his plane and wake up and like an hour and a half past his destination. So that is terrifying. That is. He was in a very small plane. I think it's like a two-seater and he was the only one in it. And he had to climb past because it's a small plane. It's got certain altitude restrictions on it because of how it's built. Mm. He had to fly higher than it was meant to because of icy conditions. And because he was up high, the atmosphere got thinner. He wasn't breathing enough oxygen. He passed out, woke up an hour and a half past his destination, still in the sky. Yeah, he turned around and he made it back all right. That is... And the other one, I actually haven't read the article, but it was an Australian <laughs> headline, so you were right on that. Yep. Uh, massive Huntsman drops onto pilots during plane landing. A Northern Territory pilot, it can't get more Australian than that already, has found a stowaway on landing his plane after a Huntsman spider dropped down from the cockpit ceiling. Oh, there's footage. We don't need to watch that, though. Uh, passenger Sean Hancock estimated it was about 15 centimetres wide and described the cheeky spider as a <laughs> big boy. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not, that is in the article. Oh, that's a big boy there. <laughs> oh, he would have eaten my kids. That was a big boy. Yeah, uh, anyway, that, there's, it, it goes on, but I'm sure it's all just talking about how there was a spider in the cockpit. <laughs> yeah, so... Well, I was wrong. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's my wrong sound. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I hope that continues to return as well. I actually uh, I put these sound effects on there ages ago, so that's my wrong. And where's my... 
Where's my good one? Yes, he is actually. No, not that one. I don't know. Maybe I have. <laughs> Maybe I just put a wrong one on here because we're going to be wrong all the time. Don't know. Well, I'm here, so that's very possible. Yeah, that's right. We know Ash is a he's a bit of a a wronger. I don't know. Bit of a silly Billy. Get everything wrong. Oh, you're such a silly Billy. I call myself Goose Goose for a reason. Mm. Yeah. Very, very. All right, so we've got a, another segment here, which I. Which is kind of funny because I really don't know how it's going to work with the with the with the fur feet representative. So basically, this podcast oh, we need all about this. We need to get a sponsorship, right? We we we, we need that sponsorship. Ash, he needs to feed his. Uh, I don't know. Do you have do you have like a a, a bird or a turtle or something you need to uh, <laughs> buy seed for? Something you need to look uh, after. Yes, I I have a very overweight pigeon. That I need to feed. Mm, and that takes a lot of seed, everyone. <laughs> that takes a lot of seed. And I, I have dogs, but yeah, um, Ash's, Ash's pigeon is just unreal. Oh, my, my pigeon would eat your dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got a Jack Russell, so... Yeah, Jack... I don't know. I'd be interested to see if the pigeon can get around the Jack Russell. She's, <laughs> she, she's pretty fast. <sighs> <So>. <laughs> All right, so we've got to ask the barman. Guys, is is the rep in at the moment? Yes, he is actually. He quite often comes in. <laughs> All right, so Ash, we've got to approach this rep. So how are we going to get a sponsorship from the Furphy representative? We've really got to impress him. This is only a pilot, so we're not going to be able to impress him with our vast catalogue <laughs> of uh, episodes we've got here. We, to- we talked about um, E3. We talked about haircuts. Um we introduced ourselves, so I don't know how uh, how reputable, reputable. I can't even pronounce reputable. Uh, we are at the moment. So, what do you reckon, Ash? How are we going to approach this? Well, you warned me that this segment would be occurring when we spoke about this, no, and I, I completely forgot. So, mm. I have absolutely nothing impressive prepared. Um, just looking around the room for inspiration. There is none. My room is very bland. I have... I don't know if this is impressive. Do you think that the rep would be impressed <laughs> by my knowledge of astrophysics thanks to Neil deGrasse Tyson? Uh, yes. Yes, he would. He'll be very impressed. You, you read anything, let alone a book. <laughs> let alone one <laughs> Let alone one about astrophysics. That's actually pretty interesting reading that. Is it a good book? It's so hard to understand. <laughs> I kind of get it. There's certain sections where I'll read something and I'll just be like, that means absolutely nothing to me. Mm. It's um, it's a very slow read as a result as well. I've had it for quite a while. And I'm like well, a third of the way through. Well, to be honest, Ash, it reminds me of when I was a kid. So you're reading Astro... Um, was it Astrophysics you're reading? It is called Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. Okay. I'm clearly not in a hurry because I'm that far through it. <laughs> so uh, astrophysics, but I remember when I was uh, like uh, 10 years old, 9 years old, 9 years old I think it was, year 3, um, I bought a Bionicles book and I didn't know <laughs> what the hell that Bionicles book was about. They were saying like different characters and planets. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I only build, <laughs> I only build them and um, put them on my shelf. I had no idea what their names were or the planets or what was going on. So um, that's just the different levels we are. Just um, I remember, I remember Makuta. That's all I remember. They had some wacky names. So if you actually read it, if you actually read like a book, like a novel on Bionicles, Jesus Christ, I probably still wouldn't understand it now. 
really big, I'd say meme renaissance, but I don't know if it was a renaissance because I don't think they were ever popular in the first place, but there was a real big surge of Bionicles memes a few years ago. I'd never saw them. Oh, man, one of my mates, we always used to just, like, make fun of, well, I'd say make fun of him. He made fun of himself for being, like, really into Bionicles and knowing all the lore and stuff and then just (laughs) memes about Bionicle lore became really popular and he would just send them to us all the time. I can't believe how in-depth that book was. Like, the lore is nuts. Apparently the lore is insane. It's like Final Fantasy because some of that lore is cooked. (laughs) Well, it's cool. Yeah, that's just... So intricate. <laughs> All right. Well, let's approach the rep, Ash. Let's see if uh, this uh, astrophysics will impress Astrophysics him. and bionicles. All right. So uh, let's tap him on the shoulder. Yeah. Excuse me, Mister Mister Rep. Um, we'll like to uh, we'll like to get your attention. Thanks, Matt. All right, boys. Impress me. Why should we sponsor you? Being sponsored by Furphy is a very prestigious title. All right, so, uh, Mr. Rep, I believe Ash um, is reading a book. It's a very exciting book. It's about astrophysics. Uh, it's it's uh, written by Neil deGrasse Tyson. And uh, to be honest, I thought uh, Neil was a boxer for a long time, Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> that's, that's all it sounded like to me. <laughs> but um, of Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson could not be further from a boxer. No, no. I learned that oh. um, a, a long time ago now, but it's funny It's funny to bring up because... <laughs> oh, that has made my day. So not um, only does that is Ash reading a book, he was aware of actually who he is. <laughs> so how do you feel about that, Mr. Rep? Sorry, boys. Oh. We're all sponsored up this month. I'll be back next month if you want to give it another go. All right, Ash, that didn't uh, quite work out this time, but uh, uh, maybe read a different book. Next next do time. Do you reckon we can coax him back sooner? Just just quietly. I reckon we can. I reckon we can. What, right now or next week? No, not right now. I've still only got the one book. <laughs> I need to go to the library. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go rob a bookstore. No, um, I mean next week. Yep. All right. No, no, no not yet, mate. Go away. We're not ready yet. We're going to need another pitch. <laughs> I need another book. I'll come back with the complete book of Bionicles lore. I reckon we'll have him. Mm. Yeah, I don't know about that. I won't be able to understand it. <laughs> it's like I'm reading probably, the words, but it means probably, nothing to me. Probably harder to understand than this. There's so much to it. As someone um, who found reading really hard in school, the Bionicle novel really made me feel bad about myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, even if I was... even. If I read it now, I'll be like, look, I'm getting these words at least right enough to understand it, but I really don't know <laughs> what is happening in this Bionicle world. Are they Lego in the actual story itself or is that just how we interact <laughs> with them in the real world? I don't know. Were, were the, are they owned by a company that was founded in Denmark or are they ancient creatures? A bit of both. Ancient creatures from Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, also, is oh. it just quickly, just I just mm-hmm. noticed this on the cover of this book. Is is it just me, or is every single book that has ever been printed a New York number one bestseller with the New York Times? I'd imagine not every single book was a bestseller, but oh, I reckon it's on about at least half of them. 
I mean, how, how can Neil put out a book and not be one of the best sellers? He's a very well-known man, very smart. Yeah, and, he's uh, a great boxer. Oh, great boxer, great boxer. <laughs> <laughs> he, he'll probably be a pretty good boxer. He's, like, he's a big man. Yeah, he's... He is. He's got the he's got the physique for it, no doubt. I reckon. I mean, if I were to box Neil deGrasse Tyson, I think I would lose. <laughs> we'll team up. That's a challenge. If he ever listens to this, I challenge Neil deGrasse Tyson to a boxing match. Neil deGrasse Tyson just tunes into a pilot of Crack and Furfies. <laughs> Holy god! Yeah, not only has he not heard of the podcast, he's probably never heard of the beer. <laughs> yeah, Australian beer. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, next episode we better introduce what Furfies is. As well, <laughs> <laughs> probably could have done that this episode, but yeah, that that is yeah. something we we can definitely do. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. I just want to take a, a moment to thank everyone for listening to the pilot, whether it was on Patreon or when it goes up on free feeds. Very much appreciate it, Ash. I'd just like to maybe have a, a five minute discussion with you. What went right? What can we uh, fix for uh, pilot two? And what can we change around? What what I'm thinking is uh, be a bit more organised for um, the Furphy. Uh, rep next week really have a great solid story to uh, um, put towards them and um, obviously I didn't have any stories this week so I'd like to do that and I would also like to get the um, the articles to read as well I think that'd be good as well um, but yeah I think uh, I think apart from that I quite enjoyed just catching up and doing those two segments at the end I think that worked pretty well um, what about you Ash I think that, yeah, I think we did a reasonable job as to what can be expected considering we had next to no organisation. Mm-hmm. It sort of flowed pretty well. Um, I think I can definitely improve my personal lighting and mm. just my area, which I will do when I get my new desk. Um, what else can we do to improve? Yeah, I think we could probably maybe come up with a couple more segments as well. A couple more segments? Just chucks. It's just... Segments, well, just... Mate, just one or two. We've only got a few at the moment, so mm-hmm. yeah, that, that sounds good to me. Well, the thing is, with um, podcasting, the same happened with the House of Mario. We're like, you start it, we're like, we're going to plan this and this, so we come out the blocks just organized and good, but it just evolves over time, regardless of how organized, regardless of what you think it's going to be at the start. So, we've got plenty of room for this show to become whatever it will come, whether yeah. it becomes um, better or worse, and that's up to us. <laughs> But yeah, it's been a lot of fun talking to you, dude. I think you're you're going to be great at doing this. I think we have a, a good rapport with one another, which is always great. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, looking forward to um, next episode. And if you're listening to this <laughs> after you just listened to episode 100 of Crack and Furfies, thank you very much. This is the very start, the very start of the show. And my God, you know our history now. You know our history. Not too much though. I don't want too many people following me to work. <laughs> Not Ash, either. don't should follow. Don't follow him to work. Oh, should I stop following you to work? Uh, no, no. I quite like okay, it when you cool. follow me to work. I just know that I've got a little protector around. <laughs> well, you say that I would be breaking border restrictions if I were doing so. Mm, mm, yes, and uh, Daniel Andrews would be like, "Oh no, Ash, don't you go to South Australia to perv on Drew?" <laughs> well, I think it's actually Stephen Marshall that's stopping us. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Dan Andrews like, yeah, just go over there. <laughs> go see Drew. He'll love it. <laughs> He'll love it. Yeah, I would love it. <laughs> I mean, I've had my first COVID jab, so I'm halfway there. If anyone brings something over. <laughs> I haven't, but I think that it's pretty hard to get in over here at the moment because everybody over here wants it. Yeah, 
because um, th- in South exactly Australia, in it's only rush. it's only a rural places that are giving it to under sixties or fifties or something. I think I'm not quite sure on what it is. I think it's meant to be the same here, but apparently, I've been told that if you just go into the vaccination centers and demand it, then they'll just give it to you. Hmm. But I'm that not sounds- that kind of person. I wouldn't go in there and be like, you give me this jab or I ain't leaving. Yeah, that sounds- cough on all of you. That sounds dangerous. Just about- Yeah, it's it's. I don't know why <laughs> look, people look. would do that. But- <laughs> look, you can book in and you'll get it done in two months or you can go into the hospital and just like throw plates and just make a big commotion <laughs> and you'll get it straight away. Okay, all right. Just letting you know that. I'm okay. open that box of biohazardous material and throw it everywhere. <laughs> Uh, just like right, this, this, <laughs> it has danger of another tangent written all over it and we should probably wrap up before we get into that yeah all right ash i'll talk to you next week catch you later and dude. you too my friend have a good one yeah catch you later